You're listening to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Hello, everyone. His name is Jacob. My name is Matt. I guess I had to do the intro this week. Jacob's like, I want to switch around a little bit. So here I go. I hope I did better than he did, but probably not. Uh, K-State caps off a great week. Had the Sunflower Showdown, a 35-10 to 10 victory. Uh, I was at that game personally, and it was a great time. Uh, Memorial Stadium does sell beer inside, so that was a great time with all my buddies on my 24th. So uh, shout out to Eric, Josh Klein, and Taylor Martin and Jacob Gerber from Labette County out there in eastern Kansas for showing up. And we had a great time tailgating across Mountain Fieldhouse. And uh, it was an experience that I always wanted to go to an away game, um, even at KU. And quite honestly, I probably won't go back because uh, that stadium was uh, <laughs> it was interesting. So uh, Taylor Martin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Taylor Martin's there. And uh, – so, yeah, it was a great experience, and uh, go Cats. Yeah, is that your shout-out of the podcast, too, all your buddies on your birthday? Yeah, that was a good time. Woo! Yeah, that, that stadium is a dump. Yeah, it I, is. I saw so many um, pictures of people waiting in line for porta-potties inside the stadium. Like, yeah. seriously? Mm-hmm. Golly. Well, all right, way to kick off the podcast. I'm going to go ahead and just – I'm going to take it for you. <laughs> good. Uh, we are doing this on a Monday. It's 11, 8, 2021 at seven 22. Um, so the next time you hear this, uh, hopefully on Wednesday or Thursday or tomorrow, even, I don't even care, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's November 8th. The holidays are coming. We got two more home games, Kansas state, uh, West Virginia this weekend. What what time's the game this weekend? 11 a.m.? 11, and thank God I'm not going to that one. I'm going to the Baylor game, which is at 4.30. Nice. So. And then, yeah, the following weekend, Baylor at home at 4.30. And yeah. then Thanksgiving weekend, wrap up the regular season um, at Texas. So, yeah. hey, cats cats are bull eligible. You know, three weeks yeah. Ago, three, three weeks ago, I didn't think that was going to happen. Yeah. So, that dang no. liberty bull might be calling her name uh last time i checked uh, mississippi state it may have changed since but mississippi state lost to arkansas um so last time i checked k-state was projected in that liberty bowl against mississippi state so we'll see what happens uh once they i hope not i hope we just went out and go to like a good bowl like an alba bowl or something like that but okay so not. You know, after we lost our second game, or th- I guess the third game in a row against Iowa State, we were yeah. sitting at three and three, and and uh, I I thought best case scenario we win six games, I or seven games even. I think it's it's more likely now that we win eight or nine games than yeah. just winning one more game. I think we'll um, go eight and four. I think eight and four is very realistic. I think I think we win this week because West Virginia at home. Baylor's gonna be tough. West Virginia, yeah. West Virginia lost to Oklahoma State last week, twenty-four to three. Which um, I think, if we replayed Oklahoma State, I think we'd beat them. Not gonna lie. 
now and the streak we're doing now but right if it, well i mean even when we played them we we uh what was it 38 to 20 or 31 to 20 yeah um you know if our defense showed up a little bit for that game it would have been much closer at least yeah and, and then of course baylor next weekend uh baylor was good well baylor lost to uh tcu yeah i know tcu guys a new coach and uh first week uh in well, interim head coach, but first weekend they lose to Baylor. So what's up with that? I don't know. There's a lot of crazy uh, college football games this weekend, that's for sure. And then, of course, final weekend against Texas. Texas coming off their, what, fourth loss in a row? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think K-State will beat them. In in Austin, too. I think that would be gigantic win for our, for our program, oh. especially leading it, you know, building that momentum into the bowl game and then even into next year. So – uh, big, big three weeks coming up here for the Cats. Um, but yeah. Uh, uh, this past past weekend, so you were you were in uh, Lawrence. Tell tell us about your weekend a little bit. <laughs> oh God. Well, I'll keep it PG. So Friday night we go up to uh, <clears throat> Topeka. Shout out to Mason Jones. Is oh yeah, I forgot to mention Mason Jones is there. It's one of my buddy's brothers. His dad works part-time at the casino just for extra money, just for like a fun job. He got us a free hotel room, which was awesome, like the Prairie Bank Casino North of Topeka. And let me tell you, it got pretty rowdy. Um, five dollar <laughs> margaritas the whole night. Uh, me and Eric played blackjack most of the night. And uh, Eric, I mean, we we had we we were winning money and it, we, st- we just started kind of getting cocky and we lost it all. So yeah, but hey, still, fun. <laughs> <laughs> still it was still fun, had a good time. And then we went to the hot tub in the middle of the uh, casino and <laughs> was- <laughs> is it just you guys or is some like old people in there too there's an old couple in there we're talking to so yeah uh, you probably made good friends with them too <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so uh then we got up around like 6 30 which is rough to get to lawrence we all showered and uh got fixed up because we kind of looked like hell in the morning um <laughs> got in the car hit the lawrence um Played the K State fight song, even the KU fight song for Joshua since he was driving. Yeah, and gotta, uh, gotta, gotta give Josh some love. That's, yep. that's true. Gotta get went, got to Lawrence, started tailgating around eight AM, and uh, walked uphill, which sucked. Have you you've Dude, been there? That been? whole city, man. The whole city yeah. is just a giant hill. Yeah, to the stadium. Wait, and, how uh, how easy was it to find parking? Because last when I was there, it took us forever to find parking, and we still parked yeah. like a mile and a half from the stadium. We were, a mile from, we were a mile from the stadium, and Josh just took us right at that public parking lot right across from Mountain Fieldhouse, apparently, and we just tailgated there. Gotcha. And uh, Josh knew his way around, so he did, he did a good job. But, uh, no, it was just cool to see another – even KU, I don't like them. It was just cool to see another game day environment. And I honestly thought the stadium – the stadium was packed for a little bit, not fully, but there was more people than I expected, and it started slowly thinning down towards mm-hmm. the <laughs> But uh, second, no. second quarter, people were leaving already. Yeah, and uh, I just want to do a quick recap. You can you can just tell there is just still such a big difference in between the both programs. I mean, it's not really. It could have been a lot worse than it really was. I will say that. Yeah. Oh yeah, it definitely could have. I don't even think we played our best game, and we still won thirty-five to ten. So yeah, I I honestly thought the offense could have. I mean, played better. Um. 
there's just still a lot of big differences in our both of the programs and quite honestly uh KU needs to do something because <laughs> they they did not look I mean K-State did not play they played all right but if K-State would have turned it on it probably could have been like a 56-10 game well, and the freaking under hit again <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> three know. or four weeks in a row the under keeps hitting because you know we just we score our 30 or so points and then the other team doesn't score <laughs> Like, yeah. uh, I think TCU and the Texas Tech game, they under hit every single time. Like, how does this keep happening? <laughs> yeah. I, every t- I'm just going to say for now on, if you're betting K-State, bet the under. Uh, but, no, I, I feel like KU is almost on a level of where, honestly, where we were, like, way back then. Like, they, they don't have size. Like, their guys are – you know how we talked about we look small against Iowa State? Yeah, they look small. They look tiny. They look like D- Division two teams could just really walk all over them because how tiny they look. They don't yeah. tackle. They don't cover anybody. I mean, we were we were averaging ten yards a play. That I is mean, not, yeah. There was at one point, Deuce. I think the, a rushing attack was averaging eleven yards a carry. Oh, easily. Well, and then it it, it upset the it upset me when. Uh, uh, it was like fourth and two on the 50 yard line or something. And, and Kleiman decided to punt it away. Like what yeah. was up with that? That made no sense to me. Right? Could have easily just done a we, lead. we were ahead 21 to three or 14 to three or whatever it was at the time. But like we were averaging 10 yards of play. It was fourth and two. Why don't we go for it on fourth down? Like we had been all year. Uh, yeah. But no, we, I mean, we, we didn't play a perfect game, but just because we're more talented and stronger and faster. I mean, it was just, it was too easy, honestly. Quite honestly, the thing that stuck out to me and even Josh Klein mentioned was the physical our, – our defensive line or offensive line physically dominated them. Like, it mm-hmm. wasn't even – it wasn't even close. KU's defensive line could not get any pressure on Skyler, and that was Mm-mm. that was just great blocking. I mean, did they even have a sack on us? I couldn't I say. Think, no. Uh, I, I, I have the box score up right now. They had one sack and two tackles for a loss. Meanwhile, we had seven tackles for loss in one sack. Yeah. But uh, honestly, like, probably the biggest difference was just the quarterback play. I mean, <laughs> yeah. golly, KU's quarterbacks are bad. I mean, I feel bad for Kendrick because I think he probably would have looked the best out of the, the three that played. I mean, none of them really threw. So I'm looking, none of them threw any interceptions. Uh, Daniels had the one touchdown he threw towards the end in garbage time. But uh Bean, of course, uh, Daniel Green uh, wrecks him at the line of scrimmage in the what was it, the first or second quarter? Just kills him. I, Big I saw hit. that hit. You can see that hit coming from a mile away because it was just wide open. He just goes boom. Well, and Bean uh, like kind of leaves his feet too, which did not help him at all, and just gets driven no. into the turf. Oh my gosh, that's the biggest hit I've seen all year, and it was clean. It was so clean, like no lowering of the head. You know, no, yeah, it was just a nice form tackle, had him squared up, and the bigger man won. <laughs> and Daniel Green will stick it to you. Uh huh. Daniel Green hasn't been injected since week two or whatever it was, <laughs> or week three. Yeah. Um, he's definitely a key part of our defense, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, Bean, Bean gets injured for a little bit after that, um, goes out, Kendrick comes in, he throws one pass, and then he gets hurt too. And then Daniels comes in, so they played three quarterbacks uh, against us. They, and then a lot of the a lot of their throws. I mean, they it looks like they still threw nineteen for twenty nine, you know, only one hundred and eighty six yards. But 
a lot of their incompletions were just guys wide open, like literally wide open. And they're just skipping them or skipping the ball or throwing it over their heads. I mean, KU is just, you know, they, they have a big, big hole to dig themselves out of. I mean, they are behind the Big 12 immensely. I mean, how does the University of Kansas have only 19 kids from the state of Kansas? K-State has 54. Mm-hmm. That's, that's insane. A, and that's a difference right there. I mean, there's a lot of good players coming out of the state of Kansas. I mean, where are they getting their players? Like freaking Canada? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> just like we discussed, just like we discussed last week, we have a KU, uh, a KU, not really, he's on, he didn't play for him, but he's on our team. The, the Deneen, Jax Deneen. Mm-hmm. All his family went to KU, and his, I think his brother was a great player, and he'd get to K-State. Mm-hmm. They're just not – they don't know how to recruit anymore. Like, they may have those couple years back in the late 2000s, but, I mean, nobody wants to go play football for KU. I mean, they, they come and they show up and they see the empty stadium, a rundown stadium, their football facilities. I mean, the majority of their athletic facilities are garbage. I mean, yeah. even, even their – even Allen Fieldhouse is not, like – Sure, the environment is probably top tier for college basketball, but the the building itself is run down. I've been inside it a couple times. It's not a good gym. It's really not. Yeah. Uh, and I can only imagine how their like practice facilities are for football and for you know the rest of their sports. I mean, you really think about it. KU athletics are not fantastic by any means, yeah. at least in the last ten years. And and as far as I know, they're not doing anything about it. <laughs> So not not to get off the topic a little bit, but you know, and of course it's a little biased because you know we hate KU. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's true. They say Pitt State's and I think maybe even Fort Hayes is like indoor facilities as good as KU's. Oh yeah, I I hundred percent believe it, especially Pitt State. I mean, Pitt State yeah. has Pitt State's a Division two program. They have a really good fan base and a really good. Uh, uh, they get rigorous athletics. Uh, yeah, I got really good athletics all around. I mean men's basketball and women's basketball uh i think they have a decent soft uh, well i don't know about anything else but uh football and basketball for sure and i bet you and i think baseball their baseball program is all right but um yeah kansas state 35 ku 10 k-state goes to six and three on the year so we're bull bound um a couple points i want to touch on skylar thompson had a decent day 19 for 24 Another 200-plus yard passing day with one touchdown. And, oh, my gosh, Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn should be a Heisman candidate. Not even <laughs> kidding. 11 carries, 162 yards, three touchdowns. in the 80-yard the touchdown he had to start that was insane. the third quarter. Holy crap. He was tightrope in the sideline for a second there and jukes up the middle and outruns like three or four Jayhawks. I mean, they couldn't catch him. It was unbelievable. He reminds me of Sproles so much. Oh, yeah, he's he's he is Darren Sproles. I mean, we've been saying it since last year, and I think this year it's really coming into his name. Uh, yeah. And then even Joe Irvin had a good day, nine carries for 60 yards. And he's uh, a speedster. I think he's as fast as Deuce. Mm-hmm. He's not as elusive, but uh, but I think, you know, if, you know, is he only a freshman or sophomore? I mean, how old is he? I think he took that. He's pretty young. I think he's a registered freshman maybe. Uh, he, did, he didn't play COVID. This says sophomore, 5'8", 178 pounds from Rock Hill, South Carolina. <coughs> and and he's got a lot of upside, upside to him, too. So it's kind of nice to have two guys in the backfield you can really depend on. And then receiving, Malik Knowles had a he big had touchdown game. there, yeah. 
three catches for 94 yards. I mean, that's the thing about Malik Knowles. He's not the best when it comes to the short passing game, but if you need that big play, go to your buddy Malik Knowles. This year, yeah. quick stir off the edge. And then, uh, of course, Deuce Vaughn had a big day receiving two, five receptions for 60 yards. And then uh, Cade Warner. I'm impressed with Cade. He's been yeah. really good. Uh, three, three receptions for 36 yards. That's that's a good day for the uh, Hall of Fame quarterback, son. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I was, he wasn't on the team last year, was he? No, he, I think he transferred out from like Nebraska, didn't he? I'm not sure. I don't know. I, I, the only thing I know about him is, uh, I've been seeing a bunch of posts about his, his parents on <laughs> social media. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's been cool to see that. That's, I mean, it's, you know, you got Hall of Fame quarterback just kind of sitting with the people. <laughs> like he doesn't get a box seat or anything. He just kind of part of the family, the K-State family. Yeah. yeah. And the defense was led by Daniel Green, eight tackles, five solos, and two and a half for loss. So big day Dang. for Daniel Green, Jerron McPherson, seven tackles. And uh yeah, a great effort by the defense, only allowing one touchdown late in the game. That was a uh, second stringer touchdown. And K-State covered the 24 and a half point spread. So yeah, big day for the cats. Um, one thing I wanted, one thing I wanted to, to to at least touch on a little bit because I'm I'm still just like a little boiled out, uh, heated about it. That hit on Skylar Thompson out of bounds oh, by Gavin Potter. By that freaking, he is a loser, dude. He's a yeah, loser. Yeah. Uh, Good thing he didn't pick K State. We don't need him. So for people who, for the listeners who don't know who he is, he's a linebacker for KU who was kind of a highly touted recruit out of um, Oklahoma, the Tulsa area, and uh, did this whole weird um, uh, uh, committing day video where he walks in with a Texas Tech or case, or what was it? K-State, K-State sweatshirt. sweatshirt. Walks in with a K-State sweatshirt, takes off a shirt, and it's a Texas Tech shirt, and then takes that off, and then his chest is painted KU or KU. something. Cr- cringiest video of all time. My gosh. Fast forward to um, now. Um, he plays linebacker for KU. Um, where's my, where's this at? Where's this at? Where's that? This dude, this dude is a loser. He's, he started for two years now to has this, you know, Skyler's two or three steps out of bounds after running 15 yards down the field. And he takes a cheap shot right out of his ribs. Like and then yeah. uh, Joe Irvin steps in, pushes him like barely, and he like he, acts and this yeah. falls down. He stands there and looks at him for about two seconds, and then like flops down, and it's it's almost worse than a LeBron flop. I'm I swear it yeah. is disgusting. Uh, here here is um, here is uh, Potter's stats over the last three or uh, after uh, through uh, 29 games in his career. He averages three solo tackles a game at linebacker, mind you. Yeah. Three, ta- three solo tackles a game, zero forced fumbles so far, zero interceptions, eight tackles for a loss in 29 games as a starter or in games that he's played. And uh, yeah, that, that, that basically, uh, you know, he's just, he's just a pretty boy loser who plays for a crappy D1 school. And yeah. So. That's my two cents on that. I don't know if you have anything else to say about it. <laughs> I just think uh, 
He's a little too big for his britches. That's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I even think, you know, I don't want to speak for Josh, but I, I don't think he even likes him on the team. I no. Mean, how many games has he played and he hasn't done anything? I mean, something's got to change, right, for KU? I mean, yeah, what are they KU. Doing? Me and Josh talked about it after the game. KU's biggest – he's got to get – like we talked about when Casey lost Ohio State, they got to get the bigger, faster players. <laughs> I mean, that's the, they got to get talent. Uh, yeah. Um, what else was there? What else was there? Uh, KU's kickers kicking situations kind of, or K State's kicking situation kind of has me nervous going throughout. Uh, we had a yeah, we're not that kick good. from the two or three misses. We had that one that, or throughout the season, but one that knocked off the doinked off the goalpost, which I wasn't too happy about, and then uh. Trying to look through tweets really quick. You know, I've been really close at each score. If K State would have done that field goal, it'd have been thirty-one to ten, and I, and I guess thirty-one to thirteen. Oh, or something like that. <laughs> or, but it was thirty-five to yeah. I've been really close throughout the year, so. I think, um, I think if K State would have tried a little harder on offense, we could have easily scored forty-nine. But that was. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think. Um, it could have been fifty-six to ten. I honestly. <laughs> Do, 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 do. Um, how how were we on uh, penalties this weekend? I didn't, I didn't think we had many. We had that one by Fletcher, uh, where we they they had like back to back false starts, and it was third and long, and then we decided to rough the rough the quarterback, which yeah, was yeah, I remember that. I mean, it was a it was a close call, but I mean, he ran into the quarterback. They're gonna call it ten times out of ten. So yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, not too bad on the penalties. But uh, yeah, I think that's all I got about the KU game. I mean, I think it was definitely a tune-up game for us, and uh, got some guys some experience that don't get to play very often. Um, yeah, K State wins thirty-five to ten. What do we got next? West Virginia. Yes, the hopefully Chris Kleiman can beat O'Neill Brown for the first yeah. time. <laughs> oh my gosh! Please, 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 please. Um, so that game is at 11 o'clock on Saturday. Um, I don't really have much to preview for it. I mean, it's the same keys as it's always been. It's, you know, offense, keep pounding it with deuce score, you know, keep scoring points. Like we have, I mean, we've been averaging 31 points a game so far that keep plus penalties minus, down, keep penalties down basically, and then turn basically, them over on defense. They just need to do it the last three weeks. No win. Mm-hmm. Just keep the defense pounding and, and defenses look great, dude. I mean, there was yeah. a couple. There was a couple possessions against KU where where um uh yeast uh, our our safety uh kept getting beat. Uh, he got beat a couple times, which I wasn't too happy about. Uh, it's like he, you know, it's like he just lost his receiver and you know f- forgot that he needs to just because it's KU doesn't mean you stop playing. But yeah. um, I mean West West Virginia hasn't looked terrible, but they haven't looked great this year. I mean they got beat twenty four to three against Oklahoma State last week, which. Oklahoma State's a great team, but they're not they're not fantastic. I mean, we we still scored however many points on them, you know. And I will say I, I I'm going to say this. I think this is a must-win game to help our bowl resume. Oh, yes, absolutely. If we want to stay out of the Liberty Bowl and have some something around New Year's for sure. Yeah. Um, um, I think I, I think I want to go to a bowl game. I think a legitimate goal would be eight, eight wins like you said at the beginning of the podcast. Um Alamo Bowl would be 
pretty clutch. I would love to go to an Alba Bowl game. Or Cotton Bowl, yeah. Go back down to Dallas twice in one year. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be fun. I'd be down for that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Any predictions for the West Virginia game? (laughs) I know we didn't really touch on it. I've been really really close lately, and I feel like the magic numbers between 30 and 40, uh, that's Mm -hmm. what we've been scoring lately. I'm going to go K-State. Uh, 34 West Virginia 20. Oh, you took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, I'll go one up. I'll go with 35 24 K State. Ooh, yeah. Because I think West Virginia, they have a decent offense. They're, they're going to mm-hmm. score some points. I, I don't think their defense is that great. So they've given up a fair amount of points this year, I think. Um, from the few games I've paid attention to. But um, oh, what was it? Oh, we're favored by six and a half. So uh, going into it. Um, looks like we got a 62% chance on ESPN and the over under is, what is it? Uh, 47. So uh, I, I don't know. God, if that's tough. Do you think they'd have to cover that? Like, it has to be over on that one, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, so. the last, the last like three games have been like going down ever so slightly. I mean, I think against, um, Texas Tech, it was like 65, and TCU was like 60, and then last week it was 55. So, I mean, surely it's going to hit the over this time, right? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, we wouldn't, we wouldn't even covered last week if it was 47 because we would have been at 45. <laughs> <laughs> um, West Virginia. Look at, us, look, what, at us look at us complaining about this, the over and unders and we're winning ball games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, we don't even bet on it either. I mean, yeah. It's just hypothetical. I mean, I, I would be I would be losing money if we could bet, but I mean, I live in a state where it's not legal to bet on sports without, yeah. you know, going through some third party or whatever. But uh, yeah, uh, you think you think we'll have a good crowd next Saturday? I do. Um, I think there's going to be a big. Cr- I mean, the 11 a.m. maybe affects some stuff, but uh, I honestly think that there's going to be a big crowd for the Baylor game. Yeah, I could see but- that. I think people in at K-State don't like Baylor more than they would rather see West Virginia come into town. West Virginia is kind of like K-State. It's kind of like a, I won't say an ag school, but they're more like blue collar like us. And Well, in um, West Virginia, it's, it's tough to even follow them because, you know, I'll go through naming all the big 12 schools and the, the team I always forget about is West Virginia. I mean, I don't even think most – fans in the midwest even care about west virginia yeah because they're on the east side unless it's basketball season i think because they love seeing huggy come to town yeah speaking of uh, k-state basketball they won their uh exhibition game last week by 20 against pittsburgh state well thank Um, god (laughs) they looked they looked i mean they of course it was an exhibition game so a lot of players got some time but I, i think they got a lot more depth this year than they've had in the past couple of years so um, I'll have to do a little more research as the, the, the real time to kick tip off gets closer. Um, the tip off of actual games start tomorrow. Michigan State um, plays KU. KU, yeah. So college basketball's back. You college basketball fans, we'll uh, we'll have to incorporate that into the podcast, I guess. Yeah, when are we going to start covering some K State brusketball? Shoot, brusketball probably wants to start in the next podcast next week or in two weeks or something like that. Got yeah, it, right? Well, are you going to go back for a game? Maybe one or two. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, they they called me about since I have alumni tickets for football. They called me about oh you get basketball season tickets for like a hundred bucks and I'm like, 
yeah, but I only I'm only gonna be able to come back for like one game, so yeah, um, I'm not gonna get season tickets for basketball, especially especially if they like crap the bed in the first you know five or six games or something like that. Typically, they don't play anybody, so if they don't start the season like five or six and zero, it's like yeah. But yeah, we'll have to start we'll have to start uh, covering some KC basketball pretty soon, actually. So have to start watching that and doing a little research myself because I. There's a lot of players that I'm looking at up and down the roster. I just, I don't know who, they, I don't know who they are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we we had a couple of guys transfer out last year, so be a be a nice and new team to follow. But um, speaking of K State basketball, uh, Dean Dean Wade has been starting for the Cleveland Cavaliers. I saw that. So yeah, he's he's three and zero. The Cavaliers are three and zero when Dean Wade starts. So good for. Good for Dean. Looking, he's looking like he's getting about twenty minutes a game at the professional level. Cool. Um, hey, all you sports and health nerds out there, it's Jacob here. If you are having trouble finding an exercise routine, trying to find a good diet plan, or just looking to change things up, might I suggest checking out EightMinuteFitness.com. There are multiple articles to click on to meet your health and exercise needs. Learn about basic exercises for beginners read about the best green superfood, and also the best sports drinks to order at a gas station, even exercises for fishermen trying to perfect their casts, and much more. From experts to beginners, 8-Minute Fitness is for you. What else is out there? I guess we can call this other sports. As, you, as the 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 Chiefs did win without uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers Packers uh, Jor- Jordan Love is a bad quarterback <laughs> by the way <laughs> he's bad he's a really bad quarterback um, I mean frick we, you hold you hold the Chiefs to 13 points you think you could win a game against the the Chiefs defense right but as bad as the Chiefs that defense is playing oh man. Did you did you watch it all? Yes, not, that was uh, it felt like a loss. Oh, I saw I saw a tweet that was like basically exactly what you just said. He's like a lot. Basically, every one of our Chiefs games, our our uh, Chiefs wins have been this this year have been uh, felt like losses. Basically, yeah. So it's, it, it just it just feels like everybody's waiting for the Chiefs to finally turn it on, and we're just getting our hopes up. I'm telling you, I'm. I think Patrick Mahomes is still trying to do too much. Yeah. He's trying, to, he's trying to go for the big play too often. Just go down the field, man. Um, but yeah, how I mean, was it just because I didn't watch the whole game, but like was it because the Chiefs defense was that good yesterday, or was it because the Packers were just really bad without Aaron Rodgers? I think it was probably I think honestly if Aaron Rodgers played, Packers would have won. Yeah. <laughs> because Jordan, I mean, uh, Jordan Love missed some wide open receivers. Yeah, well, I was seeing tweets on Twitter. Uh, I was following it along on Twitter. I didn't get to watch it very much, but uh, it sounded like he was making some really crappy throws. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's frustrating. I mean, and then again, Chiefs fans, you still got to support the team. It's not like we haven't been Super Bowl the last two years. You ain't going to get there every year. So if we have a bad season, just deal with it. I'm sure we'll be back. So, 
Well, I mean, it's not like they're sitting bad. I mean, what is it? Five, they're five and four now. Yeah, yeah. You three, like, you got three teams in the or what? Two, three. Well, every team in the AFC West has five wins right now, right? I think so. Pretty like, close. The only team, like I mean, the Chargers are five and three because aren't they playing tonight or did they play last night? No, the Bears and uh, the Steelers are playing right now. Oh yeah, that's right. What's the score of that game? It is the Steelers up seven nothing. Okay. But the AFC West, the Denver Broncos stunned everybody yesterday and beat the, the Cowboys. Six to one Cowboys. Let's go, Broncos. Woo! <laughs> Teddy is the way. Teddy is greater than Dak, I'm telling you. Yeah, we need a I have a couple guests that wanna I think Eric wants to come on for the KC Denver week and then maybe Schlegie will come on for the Cowboys and Chiefs week. Dang. <laughs> Yeah. It, it looks like the AFC West Chargers and Vegas are both five and three. They came out; they're on buys this week, and then Denver and Kansas City are both five and four. So that's competitive, competitive division right there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Teddy Teddy uh, Bridgewater had a really good day, but their defense, man, even without Von Miller, they traded Von Miller last week. They come in the in Dallas and we're up 30 to nothing at one point. I mean, that's, yeah. that's pretty huge for the, for the old Denver Broncos. They look good. Um, and then they're winning 30 to 16. So AFC West, that's a, that's a fun division. I was, I was saying at the beginning of the year, the AFC West is going to be the, the division to beat, I guess. So, um, I still don't know who's going to come out of the AFC for, you know, the Super Bowl. I mean, cause the freaking bills just lost to the Jags yesterday. It's just who's going to turn it on in the playoffs. Golly. Baltimore's looking good. They beat the Vikings. They're 6-2. and two. Tennessee's 7-2. and two, So, it could be one of those two teams. But as far as the rest of the AFC goes, it's kind of up in the air. The NFC, it, it's either going to be Tampa Bay or Arizona. Maybe the Rams. But the Ram, Rams lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're 6-2. They're and two, But they had to buy this week as well. So. Um, what's the update on the old uh, fantasy league? Oh, I don't want to talk about it. You lose again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Buddy, your sister's still in first place? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you're uh, you're uh, an uncle again, right? That's yeah, funny. but uh, who cares about that anymore? I want to win fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's fun, though. Hey, congrats to you for being an, uh, having your what was it, another nephew? No, it's a dog. It's a, not a daughter. It's a, uh, it's a niece. <laughs> oh my god, that's like that tweet. It's like I can't wait to find out if I'm gonna be an uncle or not. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, little more other sports I want to touch on. MLB season wrapped up last week. Um, the Braves obviously won the World Series, but uh, award winners are out. Uh, gold gold glovers were announced yesterday. The Royals got one, didn't they? The Royals got two. Nice. Uh, the Royals got um, have had a gold glover on their team every year since 2011. Wow, so that's pretty impressive. There's only nine spots for for players to go, and the Royals have had a gold glover every year since 2011. That that's along with Salvador Perez, Alex Gordon. Um, I want to say Whit Merrifield's on there at least once. Eric Hosmer. And then this year, left field, the first year Royal, uh, both of them, Andrew Benintendi and left field and 
and uh, Taylor in center field. So congrats to Kansas City Royals representing the Midwest in Kansas City. And even bigger news, the uh, St. Louis Cardinals win 17 games in a row to end the season, right? They had five gold glovers, which is a major league record for a single team. That's insane. Yeah. Um, Arenado at third, uh, Tyler O'Neill in left, Bader in center, Ta- uh, Tommy Edmond at second base, and Paul Goldschmidt at first base. Five gold glovers from one team. Probably a big part of their uh, playoff run there was their defense. So, um, And then I think that's about all I had for other sports. Wow. Honestly, I think that really wraps up the podcast. I mean, yeah, we're kind of cutting it short tonight. Um, I don't even know how long we've been going, 30 minutes? Yeah, Just but about... uh, audience, we'll, we'll go digging deep in the Baylor because I think that's going to be a great game. So we're going to get – maybe we could get another guest on. Who knows? But we're going to go dig deep into that game and get get with it for that week. So Absolutely. stay tuned. And don't forget, don't forget to follow us on Twitter uh, at The Lecker Room. Um, keep up with uh, your local sports along with your professional um, levels NFL, MLB, little NBA heck even uh, NHL every once in a while but primarily K-State football and the Big 12 and uh, let us know if you have any comments, questions concerns, go ahead and send us some DMs on the Twitter page, we're willing to see what we can do better, I mean see how we can reach a broader audience i mean you got any ideas um how we could uh, spread our spread our uh, love a little better <laughs> i guess just become better broadcasters huh? yeah <laughs> just no just know more people be, be, yeah. more, be more popular <laughs> yeah i guess i guess it's not cool enough yeah maybe we should stop leeching off of our friends <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah. That, that's about all i got for the podcast what do you got no, then go cats and uh, hopefully we'll come out of here seven and three because that sounds a hell of a lot better than six and four. Seven and three sounds amazing. If we could, oh, that one or two extra wins, oh baby, and then leave, get that momentum going into the next year. Get some of those recruits to get a little older and a little more wiser and bolder and older and golder. All their all playoff call our name. Yeah, let's go. We want Bama and Georgia. Woo. Not yet. Not yet. Stay tuned, guys. Uh, we're going to dig really deep in the Baylor game because I think that's going to be a great game. And hopefully, and that's also senior day. So stay tuned for next week. Yep. Yep. Um, football season winding down on us already. So it's sad. It is sad. Um, we still got about half the football NFL season left, but uh, uh, bowl season's almost upon us. And then uh, Thanksgiving in three weeks. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Probably just hanging out with the fam, bam. Get <laughs> you going back to McPherson, little? Yeah, I'll be in McPherson. So are Thanksgiving. Go our, <laughs> yeah, are we gonna go to Easy? You know, we sit, sit where we always sit. Oh baby, yeah, you know it. <laughs> yes, can't wait. Wait, wait, wait. We'll have to. What if we do a podcast from Easy's and we go? This is this is the first podcast we've actually done in the same spot. Brought to you by Easy's in McPherson. I think, wasn't it, like, yeah, wasn't it over break? We literally went there every night and set the same spot and just oh, yeah. drank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was awesome, too. I mean, we didn't, what else were we supposed to do? <laughs> we supposed to do sit at home? Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm an adult. Yeah. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I'll probably see you at Thanksgiving, and uh, we're going to have a good time. Absolutely, man. All right. Let's wrap this up. My name 
is Jacob. His name is Matt. This has been another edition of the Lucker Room Sports Media Podcast. Have a wonderful day. This has been the Lucker Room Sports Media Podcast. Thank you for listening. Here, you you do the intro this time. <laughs> Why do I have to do the intro? Um, switch it up a little bit. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll try my best. All right, go.